Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, together this morning, we're going to, um, well, we're going to adjust again, but we're going to begin a new series that is going to really help us wrap around a vision plan that we worked on over this past summer. Numbers gathered together. We've talked about this some already. We're ready to kind of launch this out. We're going to talk about, you know, where it is that we feel God is leading us into this new future, where we have been as God has led us in the past and where we are even right now. And ultimately, where we have been and where we are and where we will be is a community of people gathered in Jesus Christ to live in, to celebrate his amazing grace and love. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would open our ears and our hearts, that your word, as it enters our lives, it shapes us and it molds us to be the very people you desire us to be. To be a people who are shaped and molded by God's amazing grace and love for us and our Savior Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. So here, let's do a quick survey. How many of you have a cell phone? Okay, real quick. How many, anyone does not have a cell phone? How many of you, your cell phones are smartphones? I just, I just love that name, smartphones, not a dumb phone. I mean, I didn't ask how many have a dumb phone. That's what we call them sometimes, right? But you, know, you have a smartphone. I mean, how many of you have, especially during this, you know, pandemic time, have learned to do more things with your smartphone? Yes. How many of you spent more time on your phones? Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing that in some ways we are so connected in this world. We are so connected in so many ways. You think about this, in, in the past 50 years, we've had this rapid ad, advance of technology. The advent of cheap global transportation. I mean, depending on where you're traveling on, it may not seem cheap, cheap, but it is cheaper than it was before because many of us have had opportunities to get on an airplane and go somewhere. I don't know right now, if you could go anywhere, where would you go? I heard Tim says Chicago. So he wants to watch the St. Louis Cardinals play Chicago and win. Yeah. No, he's a Chicago Cubs fan. He wouldn't do that. You know, where would you go in the world? I mean, think about this. But if you can't get on a plane and go, I mean, one of the things that happened during the pandemic is you saw there were some websites or there were apps where you could go and you could tour some part of the world that maybe you've never been to and even, you know, put on those virtual glasses and it's kind of like you're really there. You know, maybe you're actually snorkeling. Anyone ever gone snorkeling before? I, I think I would do virtual snor- virtual, virtual, oh, virtual snorkeling now than I would actual snorkeling because my experience of snorkeling was getting beat up in shark-filled waters and blood coming out from my leg and stingrays coming up close by. And that was the same year that Steve Irwin, if you remember Steve Irwin, the Australian guy, died. Same last name, no relations. Thankfully, the stingray knew that. You know, we, we, the technology has done some amazing things. It's done some terrible things. I mean, we've been able to communicate and connect. I mean, I love that, you know, I have, since January of last year, been able to visit with my daughter, who was, you know, a missionary in the Czech Republic, on things like WhatsApp or Facebook. You know, we could video chat, and we could connect with each other. That I could, you know, call and connect with the people on Zoom, and we can meet. There's great things you can do that way. There's also some ways technology is not the best. I mean, when 
the internet was birthed, and some of you were alive before the internet. Some of you, you've always known the internet. That it connects us in this world. This connectivity we have, it becomes a part of our everyday lives. Often from the moment that we wake up until the moment we close our eyes and sleep. And then, depending on you know, how tech-savvy you are and how connected you are, even while you're sleeping, you can still be connected. And we're connected, whether it's via, you know, a smartphone. You got a smartphone like this. I got Apple phone, iPhone. So, man, I've got an iWatch, so it's connected to that, which is connected to my laptop, which is connected to the iPad. It's all connected. And you can connect with people, again, not just here in church or here in Lincoln or people you work with or go to school with. You can connect with people, you know, family and friends across the states and even around the world. We live in a very connected world. In fact, sometimes we call this a hyper-connected world. We are so connected and often always, always connected. And these communication tools that we have, a recent um, poll confirms that what we know about Americans, that, that you know, we are so massively divided politically, and, and we see that if you've done that you yourself maybe on social media with friends. The sources we turn to and connect with, this hyper-connection, on the one hand, can bring us together, and on the other hand, it can really divide us and pull us apart. We are people, and as people, we are always engaging each other. You think about, you know, connecting with each other against social media apps. I mean, we have things like, how many have Facebook? How many have MySpace? Oh, that'll date you. How many of you don't even know what MySpace is? It's like the precursor to Facebook. I still know people that have MySpace accounts. Or, you know, a YouTube account. Or, you know, TikTok. How many of you know what TikTok is? Yeah, TikTok. It's fun. You can watch videos for hours and get nothing done. In 2018, one billion videos on TikTok of people doing dances and other crazy fun things and telling their story. You know, we can, you know, live stream, you know, our video games with each other. We are so connected. Yet in this connectedness that we have, you know, a, a recent report from Cigna Health, where they surveyed were 10,000 Americans, says that 61% of us feel lonely. Even though we're often connected 24-7, we feel alone. We feel alone, and, and yet God calls us to be together. Many of us still find ourselves longing for deeper relationships in a hyper-connected world with all kinds of friends and followers. As we talk about, you know, what Holy Savior is all about, what we're going to be about as we move forward into this, this new year and in further into this new millennium, is we're going to buck the trend that as we gather to cultivate authentic relationships with real people, to create a safe place where we can grow together as a person and go and make a difference in the lives of people within our community and the world. On the one hand, that might seem like something radically different. But on the other hand, it's really been a part of who we are. It's been a part of who the church has been since the beginning. You think about the text that we just heard, Bob, read that text from Acts, 
where we read about God's people are gathering together. They gather together. They gather together around God's word. They gather together around food. Yay, food. Dale, I'm still hoping we can do hamburgers and hot dogs. That's my lunch plan. Hamburgers and hot dogs and water or soda. They gather together, and, and, and that's really been a part of who the church has been about. It's been what we've been about. Now, we've expressed that in different ways as the Christian church throughout the centuries. Even as a congregation here at Holy Savior, we've expressed that differently through the years. When this congregation first started, uh, I mean, some of you have been around them for a long time. How many of you were here at the very beginning of Holy Savior? A few of you were. You know, I was looking at some old pictures. Some of you, I saw your pictures from that long ago. You haven't aged at all. I really, oh, you didn't because I could tell who you were. I said, look, oh, look, there's, oh, look, there's, oh, my goodness, there's another person. You know, it's been almost 30 years that Holy Savior has been a congregation. I mean, part of the history of Holy Savior, if you don't know that, is really that a group of Christians was gathered over an air park. There's actually two congregations, and the one joined the other, and then the other joined this other one, and they came together. And the other one was like, which, why they ever lost that name? We should have used that name. I think it was called Husker Community Church. Because we could have probably been grandfathered in, you know. But anyways, Husker Community Church joined. Now, I see. I can't remember now if it's Our Savior or Holy Cross. But the two came together. It was Holy Cross. Did you know? See. All right. And then Holy Cross and Our Savior, you know, said, you know what? We can do more together. And we're more effective in, in ministering and serving and connecting with this area of Lincoln if we come together. And, and as I was told, you know, from one of our founding members who said they were kind of arguing, figuring out, I don't know if they were arguing, but figuring out, you know, what do we call ourselves? And finally they said, Holy Savior, we'll take our Savior and Holy Cross and we'll bring them together just like we're bringing ourselves together to be one people. And then for a long time, Holy Savior had a way of talking about itself that really reflects, I think, what the first century Christians were all about. They said, do you, some of you remember what it was? Large enough to celebrate, small enough to care. Yes, some of you have been around for a while, even if you haven't been around since the very beginning. I mean, next year, by the way, because it's December 31st, 1992, so December 31st, 2022 makes 30 years. That large enough to celebrate, small enough to care is part of our history. It's part of us saying, look, we're about, as we talked about what this new vision is, the way we're going to express this, we're about growing in Jesus and sharing his love. Just like the people in the first century church. We talked about being large enough to celebrate, small enough to care. We wanted to be a place where people gathered together. Where they gathered together and they built these authentic relationships. Where they built these authentic relationships where they could grow together. And where they would grow together, they would also go out. They would go into this community of Lincoln and even to the ends of the earth to live and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. We express that in another way. It's just probably the one that folks really remember. At one point, we talked about, you know, love God, love others, serve the world. So you remember that? Yeah. And then the other one, which we had a little more recently, which people may not quite remember, is we wanted to say a church for the community, for the nations, for the generations. Again, trying to express that same idea. Nothing new, just a new way of expressing that. 
that we want to be about a people who are growing in Jesus and sharing his love. We want to be just like those Christians in the early movement of Jesus' followers who gathered around God's word, gathered in fellowship and connection with each other, gathered and grew in their faith, grew in their relationship, grew as a person. And they went out from there. They'd go from there into the community in which they lived to make a difference in sharing the love of Jesus. So now as we talk about Holy Savior, as we move into this, this new way of expressing our vision of who we are, we're going to talk about that we are a people who are growing in Jesus and sharing his love. Say that with me really quick. Growing in Jesus and sharing his love. As we gather, grow, and go. You know, I said this at the beginning. Many of us still find ourselves longing for deeper relationships in this hyper-connected world with all kinds of friends and followers. We are bucking the trend. That's what we want to be about. We are bucking the trend as we gather to cultivate authentic relationships with real people. Creating a safe place where we can grow together as a person and go and make a difference in the lives of people within our community and world. That's always been really what we've been about. And if you look at that group of Jesus followers there that we heard from in Acts, we're going to focus and spend some time in this text for a little while in this series. That really, that's what they were about. Now, they weren't hyper-connected in the way that we are connected. Sorry, there was no TikTok for Jesus, you know, to share with his followers. But they were connected. And they were about gathering together to build those authentic relationships where they cared for one another, where they prayed for one another, where they served one another, where they grew in their relationship with one another and with God and his love for them. And they stepped out into their community, their everyday lives to make a difference as they shared the love of Jesus. So just like those first century Christians, just like those of you who have been around for a while, to those of us who are newer to Holy Savior, like Holy Savior has been about for almost 30 years, we're about growing in Jesus and sharing his love. It's about gathering, growing, and going. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, Lord for the rain, which kind of didn't go with our plans, but who are we to speak against your plans? Yeah. And we'll adjust. And Lord, just like we've adjusted in many ways throughout our lives, not only during this pandemic, but just throughout life in general. And as Holy Savior, Lord, we have a history of being a people who gather together, who grow together, and who go together. So we pray, Lord, that you'd really help us to recapture that gathering and growing and going Especially, Lord, as we continue to maneuver around this, this pandemic and make adjustments this way, Lord, that as we do that, we grow in, in the love that Jesus, you have for us. We share that love with one another. And we take that love to our community of Lincoln and to the very ends of the earth. We pray this, Jesus, in your powerful name. And God's people say, Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.